Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Hi. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm wonderful. Take a deep breath. Yeah, I know. I need it. <laughs> Trust me. Good. So what's up in your world? Well, not that I'm breaking it. I break HIPAA laws, laws all over the place. But So God bless Ann Cadnoran. She fell, <laughs> slipped down Barbara's step in the house. She lives at my sister Barbara's, and she was coming down the steps about 4 o'clock on went Monday night, and she literally slid. She didn't fall. She slid mm. and broke both bones in her lower left leg, mm-hmm. which already has a plate and three pins from a fall 20, almost 20 years ago that she had her, she broke her ankle. Now, the, so they had to put a rod in because she broke the, I guess, the, is the tibia the biggest bone? I think the bigger one. So she broke that. It was so bizarre to see it on the x-ray. And then she both broke the fibula, fibula, excuse me, up, up top, up real high up. Mm-hmm. So she's she been in the nice hospital. Job. Yeah, she's been in there since Monday at 5 p.m., Okay. And had surgery this morning, which is Thursday. Dr. Gillick did the surgery. Uh, she's at CM, Guy Singer CMC, and she came, She did a great job. She's in recovery even as we speak because we're taping at 1230 on Thursday afternoon. So she is in there, and um, when I'm finished running, I'm going back up. So I have been okay. at living at, well, not living, but spending hours upon hours at CMC the last couple of days. You're wearing a very lovely pin, I, I which know, no one is, can see. But yes, it is really I know. Everybody loves adorable. this flower pin. It, I got it at Not Income. I thought you did. Yes. Really love cute. It. Thank you. So, All right. Um, so we're giving our prayers to Ann Cadnar. Yes. But God love her. She's like a strong Irish broad. So, yeah. But she's been in a lot of pain the last couple of days. And uh, the people, the nurses, the staff... I'm just going to give a big shout out. Peggy, I'm not sure what Peggy's last name is. Peggy had the same break. She said she's 36. She said when she was 16, when she was skiing, she had the same break. So she understood it. A doll, doll of a sweet girl. And then Alex, this wonderful um, aide who is the coolest. My mother absolutely loved him to the point where we were sitting in the room and my mother wanted something. And she literally was yelling from her hospital bed to Alex in the hall. (laughs) God bless me, heard her. I'm like, Mom, you don't yell to people. Alex will hear me. And God bless him. He was writing with a big smile. He was a doll. So, oh, geez. So, um, 
So just, I think it's some lady by Sunita calling, by the name of the queen. calling me. Yeah, and I forgot to turn my phone off. Um, anyway, um, but the people are wonderful. But I will tell you, please do your best, everybody, to stay the hell out of hospitals. Yes. Really, it's, well. it's, I mean, God love them. They, wonderful care. It, it's not anything about the, it's, they do a wonderful job. It's mm-hmm. just... It's not fun. Oh my God! No, it's not fun. And and you and I know they have to do this, but the you know the emerge from the emergency room to all the you know the chaos in the emergency room and the this and getting it. And I mean, it's part of the the it's what they have to do. It, you know, it's just that for me, just even being in that setting, it just freaks me out. Like from the I was crawling out of my skin. Mm-hmm. Being it's any it, the emergency the emergency room was worse. Then when you go to the room, it's a little bit better because you can you're not in the midst of everything but it's and you know i quit nursing school after seven months so i'm not that's not my favorite thing and my mother's like well laurie now why did you come i'm like oh right i'm not gonna go (laughs) my mother (laughs) i'm sucking it up and i'm being there because it was i know you get and i mean it's not i'm not this isn't an excuse this is a real life phobia I don't even know if phobia is the word. It's beyond phobia. It's yeah. worse than spiders for me. Oh, Lynn. wow. Well, yeah. That's pretty bad. So, what hospital is she at? Geisinger. Geisinger. Okay. And they, again, a wonderful job, but it's just, I'm <laughs> There's a set, like, there's like this smell. <laughs> and it's, but then here's the, I will, this is one thing I don't understand. You have double you have people in the same room so the first day and a half my mom had no one with her and then she got another um person came in a roommate every hipaa law is blown to smithereens smithereens because you can hear everything that everybody has to say i mean it's you can't help it it's like there's no privacy it's 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 in every hospital i don't i mean that's oh, yeah. it's just the whole environment of being in the in hospitals it's are you with me on all this cuz it's yeah i see i don't understand why and my sister would corroborate this because she said to me all the time as a nurse she feels the same way what is the rationale of putting two sick people in, in the, the same, same room. room? I don't understand. How does anyone? It's heal? census. It all boils down to census. You know that. Yes, I know. It really does because well, they don't have the room <clears throat> to house the people if they have individual rooms. To me, <clears throat> I think the rooms can be made smaller and more people or even if you had another door going into somebody else's room like block it off with the wall yeah. something it's just it's you well, can hear everything you can't get rest there it's oh, right that's the point if somebody's a, an all-night tv watcher yeah or they fall asleep with the tv right. on you can't get to that controller and turn it off they've got lights on all the time it's just the I lights it's and, and i know that all of awful. this is necessary the lighting and the whole thing but like and there was one tv for two people now i've been at other hospitals recently where there's a each their own television so i don't know what and all of the construction that just went on there um probably a little more should be done in the rooms i mean but it's it is nothing to do with the care the care is incredible Mm -hmm. it was they were they're wonderful so i'm not being critical at all of them they are unreal the environment which everyone has to be in is a little and it's it's not unusual it's just when you're in there and you see it you really 
as oh. the non-sick person, you it's get It's like oh, yeah. silly how they expect you to get better and they wake you up every hour in the middle it, of the night. Right. But and it's, then, it's necessary. I mean, I yeah. get why they do it. It's just... Well, Mercy Hus, former Mercy Regional Hospital now, always had single rooms. Well, there are single rooms there. But There's that was definitely the norm for single them. rooms. And I, yeah. and I was teasing when I went in there. I, of course, I sat down and, and my, you know, neuroses was high, on high alert. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, and, and everyone's looking at me. And I, and I said, what are we doing here? Like, really? We should be, we need a single room. And I go to my mother, don't these people know who I am? <laughs> No. <laughs> it was a joke. I, but my oh. mother, and of course I say that to her all the time, and she's laughing. She goes, yo, what about me? <laughs> I did pull that, actually. And, see? And my mother, I said, mom, I, it's a joke. No, but, but I really, it's, well, I was in the hospital and I burned my leg, and Dr. Blomain um, took care of me, so he sent me to... Um, Moses Taylor for yeah. an inpatient stay, which I was really unhappy about, and I was screaming about it. And he goes, "Don't worry, I told them who you are. You got a good room." They're safe. <laughs> yeah. And usually, in all honesty, my mom was opera. As you know, I mean, God bless Ann Cadden. She doesn't care. She gave me full reign to say because you know we have to mention her name all the time. Yes. <laughs> but she had her hip replaced at um, CMC in back in March of two was still CMC then. In March of 2016, she had her own room. Barb Bossy, who I absolutely adore, 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 West Sider. She was, it's so, it was, she was in, you know, had so much, to, she was in charge of the nursing right, staff. Right. And she was wonderful. She yeah. would call me, she checked in, she had people come up. It was, it was wonderful. My mother had her own room. Last time, and then she had, God love her, her kidney removed just this past January. We were at Moses for that. And she had her own room at Moses, and it was great. And, and, Dr. Priate even, you know, he said that she she does have her, her own room. And it was like, yes. Like, it's so much nicer because it, it's, you know, and you're, and my mom, we had to have people with her because she's been lying there with the bone, two bones, bones broken since Monday night. Now, the only reason is she wanted a specific doctor. He couldn't do it. And there's, so there was a delay with that. It wasn't, it, it was my mother who wanted what she wanted. And as a nurse, they make the worst patients, you know, because they know more than they should. But it was, uh, oh God, I'm telling you, it was, but so we're just trying to keep her. How long is she going to be there? Happy and I don't know. I don't know anything. She she was supposed to be operated on tonight and they switched it to this morning. So I wasn't even up there because I wasn't planning on getting there till later because she was supposed to be operated at 8 o'clock tonight. And that was changed. So hopefully fast and then she probably will go to Allied, which yeah. I love. Did you, she went with the hip and she went right to the rehab and getting in there, the whole, it, yeah. that's a wonderful, wonderful it place is. to be. Yeah. Yep. And my, my mother said at one point, I think she said, I think she told me this. I'm, uh, she said <laughs> on Friday, I'm, I guess it's once a week or if you're there Friday, they give you a lobster dinner. That's my mother. Uh, all <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. And I said, mom, you looking forward to that? Go <laughs> But God love her. I'm telling you. Well, um, I'll tell you my hospital trick because I've spent a lot of time. If you don't like the food that they they gave you, they have to, um, they'll go get you a sandwich, like a tuna salad sandwich uh -huh. or a chicken salad sandwich. Or yep. if you're really nice, they'll make you grilled cheese too. Uh, well, they, they, uh, they, in all honesty, they could not be nice. Every single person there 
could not be nice. Yeah. They are a wonderful group of people, and they did a, a wonder. They heard the care is fabulous. So I, you know, that that's primary. Mm-hmm. It's it just then when you start, when you know that's all good, and you start looking at their stuff. And especially so. with someone with your, what you call well, it? I mean, your neurosis. Yes. <laughs> Don't they know who you are? Yeah, about it. <laughs> Dear God. How dare oh, they? Dear God. Send me private rooms. <sighs> It's we'll just none of this. <laughs> but she's she's doing all right. So, you, you know, we're give her a bit. And it's funny because everybody knows I was just driving uh, uh, towards uh, Drinker Street on Blakely to come mm-hmm. to get to 81. And I ran into a friend of mine, John Bernicki, and I yelled out the window to him, as we do in West Side. We yell out windows. And he's screaming to me and he's like, hey, Laura. And he's waving. And then as I'm going by, he's like, how's your mom? And I'm like, she, and I'm screaming, <laughs> screaming, she's good. I'm thinking, how the heck does John Bernicki know this? And then I realized my cousin Sharon works at the bank with them, and she probably told them, and he knows my mother. But so many people have called and said, how's Ann Cadnor and how's she doing? So if you see her, she'll be limping around for a while, but she'll I be guess. back. Yeah, and who is the woman whose picture was in this morning's paper? Is she a cousin of yours? That's my cousin. That is my cousin Jerry's uh, daughter, Michelle Cadden Hayes. Yes, and yeah. she is opening that's a, a cool bakery. Thing yeah, doing. she's a, that's neat. The wedding, that pop-up yes. wedding, so to speak. But uh-huh. she's opening a bakery called, I think it's the Electric. Bakehouse or just, I forget the exact name. Oh, I name, think Electric City Bakehouse. Electric City, on yeah, Penn Electric Avenue, City, right? yes, yeah. in the three hundred at Penn. Electric City Bakehouse, mm-hmm. and uh, she's a phenomenal baker. Okay. So she's, I yeah, think she's well, a good kid. When you're listening to this, um, it will have been done. Because it would have, it was supposed yeah, to be this Friday Yeah, because it's for Friday, first so Friday. So I can't wait to see how it all I know, out. that, that is a great a idea. a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, we've been engaged a long time. Yeah. So we decided to, what the heck? I think it's cute. I love yeah. it. But nobody said anything about the dress. No, so I guess she's I know. Have well, to maybe show she up. had her on. Maybe she's been holding that as long it. as the engagement. Who I knows? I doubt it. I doubt it. Who but knows? Anyway. There we are. It's okay. a nice idea for a first Friday. I think Friday. it's adorable. I, yes. I love it. It's just so exciting. And all those people getting together. Mm-hmm. And the story was great. Mm-hmm. And it's right in where Michelle's place is going to be. Yeah. That's yeah, great. I love it. Okay. Well, we're going enough about Ann Cadden RN. So we're going to take a quick break this morning. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn Show. We'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Uh, hi. Hello. How are you doing today? Very good, thank you. And what is <laughs> what is your name and what do you do? <laughs> My name is Laurie Cadden and I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business and obviously we've got lots of issues. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Spiders and hospitals and and bears and oh my. Anyway, I saw a bear the other day. It's a tigers and bears. This is too much. Okay. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women. Available on Amazon.com. Right. So, here we are. 
All right. So um, I know we should say, Lynn, before we go on, that the pe- person chiming in the yeah, back yeah, in the background was here. Misha Aurora, is. who is is uh, yeah. on next as our guest expert. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, Nisha. She's just hanging said that out. Before, yeah. I'm just laughing in the corner uh-huh. today. <laughs> but go ahead, Lynn. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. So. What we haven't talked about that we really need to talk about yeah. is all of this stuff that's been going on with the great Harvey Weinstein and all of what has come out because of that mm-hmm. and the uh, Me Too campaign and blah, blah, blah. I just think it's fascinating that all these women who have never opened their mouths about anything that's been going on have decided to open their mouths. Well. Probably, I think it's because people just, it was the norm or they didn't think anything of it. I'm going to ask you a question. Has it ever happened to you? Oh, I can give you four, five, six different times it's happened to me. Yeah, and me too. However, none of it was about being getting a job or getting a promotion or anything that had to do with my performance in the in the position I was in I would that, that just was never about that so I mm. never it never even phased me well for me it was in some of those circumstances mm-hmm. and it was blatant yeah well see that's another story but you've got to attack it when it happens but you don't know often that it's happening. Well, I That's get it, and thing. I understand. You you think about it. Maybe you think about it. Yeah, but I mean, isn't there a statute of limitations on nah, all of this? Well, no? there is, but I mean, the statute of limitations as far as how it affects you and how you no, the anger not you. And how it affects you? I mean, how you can bring forth a charge is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, I'm I'm sure there is, but it's just not to me. It's not worth it. Because when you think about the times that you, the time that it would take out of your world to have to prepare for all this, for jury trials and all the other, it is not worth it. Just keep regurgitating that stuff over and over and over because it's painful. It's painful stuff. Mm -hmm. I think one of the biggest ones that that I remember, and I didn't put any of this out on Facebook because I really didn't feel like typing it all out. I was with um, a group out of Philadelphia, and we were all independent um, contractors, technically. We were all in the financial planning world. And I came down from um, Clark Summit, where I was living, to this office for what we considered to be um, a, a kind of a regional gathering of everybody getting in the same place at once to listen to two speakers. And so when I got there, um, there was a guy I knew who was part of this, and he kind of met me at the door, but he said to me, Lynn, come in here. I want to I tell you something. So I went into his office, and, I, and he told me to close the door. And I did. And he said, do you know what's going on in that other room? I said, I have no idea. I said, I'm just here to listen to this story of what they're going to talk about today. It has it was an um, investment management company who was doing a presentation on why they're so wonderful. <laughs> so, um, you know, I heard these I all it. before. But so that in this case, um, <clears throat> he said to me, but there's something else going on that you should know about. He said, it's not just that. And I said, what? He said, well, I am personally extremely offended about what they're planning on doing. But he said, that's me. But more importantly, it's you that I'm concerned about. I said, well, what are they what are they doing? And he said, well, they're going to make some kind of an um, announcement that in the afternoon after they do this presentation this morning, they're going to go do some special training somewhere. 
and he said, what I discovered was that they're going to a place where they're doing lap dancing with, um, with women and it's in a bar. And he said, I'm a very strict Christian and I can't even imagine myself going to this place, but I'm more concerned about you because you are being eliminated from the fun and games that are going on. And, you know, maybe they should give you a voucher to go have dinner somewhere, but they're not doing it and you're not going to be invited. I said, well, thanks for telling me that. So we both went into the larger room, the conference room, listened to the presentation and then they talked very openly about the fact that we're going to be going to um, do some specialized training in Reading this afternoon. And um, I wasn't invited. And clearly nobody said anything about it. And I knew what was going on. So I didn't say anything. So um, we all got up. We, uh, you know, had some lunch and we left. And as I'm driving back to Clark Summit, that was eating at me like I can't even tell you. First of all, it's so disgusting that they would even do that on company time with company money. That really offended me because if I do business with them and I know they're taking their piece and they're doing this kind of crap, this is ridiculous. So as it turned out, I had my chance later on because the guy who was responsible for coordinating this event happened to be somebody that um, was looking to me to try to bring in more business. And I just, I nailed him with this point blank. And he just had nothing to say. He said, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. I didn't realize that you knew. I said, regardless of whether or not I know, that's not the point. It's fundamentally wrong. And so, um, okay. But wait a minute, why weren't you invited? Because they knew I wouldn't go with them. So they invited all other women too? Oh, there were, oh come on, Lori. I was the only woman, as I always am the only well, woman. Well, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I mean, this okay, is like, we're talking about like 20 that. years ago. 20 so years, okay. I was so you always were the, only the token woman. woman. Okay, so you were the only woman. That's true. I've forgotten that business, yes. especially back then. So you were the only one not invited. Right. And rightfully so. Right. But... Oh, my God. But they oh. played that game. And what were they doing there? I mean, other, they weren't, they were saying it was for traditional training and they were going to a strip bar? Exactly. That was what <laughs> oh they said. And I watched, training I knew. On what? Maybe they all needed training. Maybe you know they what did. I mean? But I knew what they were going to do. So I'm watching them now when I'm sitting in there talking about, we're going to do the specialized training. And I'm watching their eyes and watching all the Yeah, like laughing, like giggly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. A little giggling going on, mm-hmm. like special training. And I'm going, oh, I'll bet it's special. Yeah, really real special. special. That's only really one. special. I mean, I can tell you about another one. I went to a house uh, when we first started in the insurance business. And you, you go through these things where you look at what they call um, baby leads. So when people had babies in the newspaper, you would call them, go out and talk to them about their increased need for life insurance, blah, blah, blah. So I made this appointment with a guy in Dunmore and went out there and had my whole spiel done. I sat with him and his wife and he was, okay, he thinks this is something he needs to do. And so he would call me tomorrow and said, fine. So he walked me out to the door, front door. And he said to me, I just want you to know something. I said, what? The only reason that you're here tonight is because I wanted to see what you look like and if you had any, any great legs and big you-know-whats, right? I said, really? Wow. He said, yeah. I said, okay, goodbye. 
Wow. I mean, that's two I can tell you about. Yeah, I can I go know. on with others. I know. But the point is, it just goes on all the time. And it is something that it makes a difference in my pocket. It does have an impact on that. And I, um, we got a couple minutes here. I want to read something from Sally Krawcheck, who is the woman that's involved with Elvest and a whole bunch of other things. She said, a name you would know from finance and government, let's call him Mr. X. Uh, at the time, she was the director of research at Sanford Bernstein. Bernstein's big research conference, which was her responsibility, Mr. X was the luncheon keynote speaker. After he had spoken and the room was mostly cleared except for some of my colleagues, I went over to thank him. He invited me to his hotel room while sticking out his tongue and wiggling it at me, making this weird guttural noise. I guess I, it was supposed to be sexy. I got out of there as quickly as I could after I fake laughed in front of my colleagues who saw the whole thing as a means of hiding my embarrassment. Weirded out, yes. A bit confused, maybe. Gobsmacked, certainly, thinking, Mr. X, really? Who would have guessed? But not threatened. Infuriatingly, this wasn't my first time being harassed at work. Earlier in my career, I had daily photocopies of male genitalia left on my desk. Thankfully, those days are long behind me. Still, it's unsettling in a different way when someone is comfortable acting sexually inappropriate to your face in front of other people. Every once in a while, I'd ask those guys who who was close enough to hear and see the whole thing, did Mr. X, world-renowned financier, really wiggle his tongue at me and make a guttural noise? The answer was yes. Yes, he did. So fast forward, some years later, she's working at Citibank, and she finds out that Mr. X is up for a big deal position there. One of those cushy jobs that famous bigwigs used to get. The large office, the private jet, very few responsibilities except for glad-handing the VIP clients. She scheduled time with the company's CEO and told him that I was against the hire and described this Mr. X's inappropriate behavior. When the CEO tried to reason with me, suggesting that perhaps I'd misunderstood his signals, I told him that I would quit. And not quietly if this jerk was brought on because I would feel like we were knowingly bringing on a potential predator and for sure a creep. So Mr. X likely doesn't know it, but his inappropriate, creepy, skin-crawling pass cost him that job and it cost him big time. I love that. I do too. That happened, I did that once. That happened to me with um, somebody who was getting a job and I and they were up for it. And I made a call and said, wrong choice for whatever the reasons were. And they, they didn't get the job either. And I think to myself, you know what? I'm glad I, I'm glad I did what I did because it's, it, if you know something and you can kind of and you're not in that word, you know, you're not a past employer. You're not, a, you can just say what it is. Yeah. And you, it's, it's it great was, power. Uh, it, 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 well, it, because you know, and you don't want it for them to, they don't want it. You don't want to open a can of worms there. It wasn't no. for those reasons, but still bad yeah. enough. Right. So, yeah, yes. it's, uh, it's, it's an ugly mess, but I'm so happy that women are starting to talk about it. Yeah. Because, I think it's, it's been crazy. <clears throat> It's been crazy. And the thing is, it still goes on, obviously. It's ingrained. It's like, especially in, in Lackawanna and Luzerne County, my oh, friends from New York everywhere. can't believe what we go through. Like, yeah. Especially the lawyers in New York. I mean, in Manhattan, you would never be the only female in a courtroom. I've been the only female in a courtroom all the time. Oh, yeah. 
It's getting better, though, Nish. Uh, Slowly, yeah. yeah. From when? Is. From 20 years ago, I'm sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's true. Well, it is. So that's um, that's that's use your story. voice. Use your voice right from the beginning, though. Right, you got it. You, you know what the fear is? Is there's always people afraid they're not going to get the job. Therefore, they're not going to get the money, and they're afraid, and they yeah. do it. You need to use your voice right off the bat. You don't need to be threatened by people like that. Oh, I know you, you don't. don't. But the and thing now is, I think it's the, easier. It is so much easier. But at the time, you couldn't. do No, it I know. And when you know, you're younger, you been fired. when you're older, you have a little more. You have more. You know. I think the difference I've seen in millennials, even in my, you know, like my micro generation is that millennials aren't afraid to say that this makes me uncomfortable. Well, that's good because millennials are baby have for the most part boomer parents. Maybe they're learning something from that. There we go. All right. So we're going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn show. We'll be right back with attorney Nisha Aurora. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now back to Laurie and Lynn. Well, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show, and I am Laurie Cadden. I'm the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising, PR, and special event business. And my name is Lynn Evans. I am the president and CEO of Northeastern Financial Consultants. We're a fee-only financial planning firm in Clark Summit. I'm also the author of a book called Power of the Purse, Fear-Free Finances for Baby Boomer Women, available on Amazon.com. And we have, as I said before, Miss Nisha Aurora, who is general counsel counsel for ERA One Source Realty. ERA has about a hundred. Uh, agents is in 10 counties and has seven offices. Yep. Yay. And here you we got are. It. All right. So what are we doing talking about today, Nish? Well, I thought since Veterans Day is coming up that I would kind of reach out to any veterans we have in our audience or current service members since we do as ERA is part of a relocation company um, called Cardis. Well, we're you have to be asked to join it. We're one of the principal brokers for Cardis for this area. Um, but we do a lot of work with USAA too and get a lot of referrals that way. Um, so I didn't know if everyone was aware of veterans loans and like the VA um, structure for loans because if you are a veteran or currently enlisted, you can get um, a loan with 0% down oh. and actually borrow more like hundred up to 106% of the value of the property you're buying. Um, which is wow. cool. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people think 0% down, I really have to bring zero money, but you actually do need a little bit of yeah. money because there are some costs associated with that. But um, it's an, a really interesting program. And um, I don't know what the specifics are for how long you have to have served and stuff, but I'm pretty sure it's any military service at all that uh, qualifies you for it. Is it the six additional percent of the home for closing cost purposes? <clears throat> yeah. Like, okay. you know, like you can do a, like a, a seller, seller assist. assist. Yeah. Okay. So, um, VA loans are really unique that way because you can do 106% and they're also assumable, which means that when it comes time to sell your house, you could potentially, the new purchaser could potentially assume the loan. Yeah, that's cool. Even if they aren't a veteran, that that new purchaser. Um, That's like also subject to the approval by the lending institution. But um, those are the two distinct features of And is that for home buyers only? Nope. No, it's anytime. Mm -hmm. Yep, anytime. Um, so it's a pretty cool, uh, I guess it was, you know, kind of to help our servicemen and women 
get by primary residences once they were done with active duty. Mm-hmm. Um, but the assumability feature is a great marketing feature too. Uh, yeah. Because then whoever's looking at your house, if interest rates go up, which we all thought they were going to, but they haven't really. Yes. Um, they can, yeah, not go on. Your home become, remains marketable at a lower interest rate, especially now. Do you ever market things that way? I don't think I've ever seen, not you, but in general, I don't think I've ever seen any marketing with that. You know, um, VA loans went through kind of like a quiet period. And now they're more... I think like people are more knowledgeable of what um, options are available to them. So we've been doing more and more of them now. Um, So we haven't really had the resales, I guess, to market Mm -hmm. the assumability feature. And then it's also subject to so many approvals. Like your credit score has to be comparable and everything to the person who got the loan that you're assuming. Well, don't you think though in the, I mean, years ago, now you have to, I have my license almost, next year will be 30 years. Um, So I I was three when I got it, so I was really young. Um, But but the fear of FHA and VA was so, like no one wanted to do them because they thought, well, because there's so many hoops hoops you have to jump through with the government. It was like all of these things and FHA is unbelievable and then the VA there was so many so there were just not that you didn't want it wasn't more work per se but it was the more more could go wrong that the Mm -hmm. loan wouldn't go through or the house couldn't sell because it didn't qualify for like especially FHA stuff and so the requirements have been loosened up which they should have been because a lot of them were wacky they Um, still have some wacky requirements yeah but far worse or less than what they were no peeling paint you need to have railing like yeah stuff that is never going to change which is okay because but like F, but VA loans were, you know, so and and people just a lot of people just did not they didn't get yeah. them so they didn't take advantage of them. Oh, well, they didn't want to deal with the hassle, right? And they I just think, rather go mm-hmm. conventional. I think what's happened is um, the mortgage providers, you know what I mean, like the banks and right. lending institutions, have actually said, "Wait, we have this product that we haven't marketed very well this whole time," and they've sort of made it more. Um, I don't know, trendy and hip to look in, you know, so that it's easier for the consumer then. And they think, well, what are my options? And you also have a more educated consumer because of the internet. Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. easy to sit there on your iPad and read about these are the differences. And then realtors also are getting more savvy with what the requirements are for FHA and VA lending. And they're telling their clients when they go to list a house, hey, you know what? That paint is peeling. Let's take care of it. You're going to need a railing here. Mm -hmm. You know, let's just price it all out so we know you know that this is an option because if you get a full price offer but they want to do FHA you're not going to say I'm not putting that railing in Mm -hmm. right I mean going down to seller steps you have to have two railings for FHA where most people have one mm-hmm. or some people or none. have none. So you have to have, they require those kind of things. So they're easy fixes, but they're things that you need to do. So when the house is inspected and then you make sure they're done, they are things that are required or the loan won't go through. Yeah, and Simple then there's things. the double inspection, like there's the FHA right, inspection. Right, then you have another whole other yeah. one. <laughs> but they're good because the rates are good and the perks are good for the person who needs the loan. Yeah, so the best oh. part is the lower down payment. Right. Um, but some of the other costs that are still associated with VA and FHA loans are that you're still going to have to pay for a credit report. You're obviously still going to have to put deposit money down. Um 
I mean, deposit money in this area is probably a thousand bucks. Yeah, maybe. it really you know, is. That's yeah. pretty much the norm. Mm-hmm. Unless it's a really, really, really expensive. Or you have really savvy salaries right. who are yeah. asking. Or if you get, yeah. Or if you give the, per- yeah, the buyer says, hey, let's make it look better. We're oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're competing offers or yep. like if I were selling my house, I'd probably want like, you know, 3% mm-hmm. as my, the escrow money, but, yep. um, appraisals, you have to do the VA minimum property requirements and there's, you know, different things that qualify the house for a VA loan. You have to pay for a home inspection out of pocket and then all the rest of your costs are pretty much taken care of at closing. Um, but that, that's why the 106% is important because it can help pay for your transfer tax, your title insurance, um, and your loan origination fees because even VA loans are allowed to charge 1% for origination fees to cover their underwriting costs. And Nisha, I don't know this question, but I think I do. Um, can if you're a vet and you're you can use the VA anytime you buy a new house, right? It's not yeah. one and done, right? No, you can refinance with them too. I believe. And do are they all like? Can you if you're refinancing? Can you include all of your costs with that too, like you can with the conventional? I'm not sure the specifics yeah, for the either. refis. Um, I know. USAA does, like, we get our referrals through USAA, mm-hmm. and you get something, I don't know if you, what they give you back, but they give you, either get a tax benefit or something by using them. Well, I'll tell you, Lynn, you know, US, I mean, the commercials are wonderful that they do, but you specifically deal with USAA, don't you, for uh, car insurance All and stuff? Yeah. I yes. mean, they do, they're unbelievable. They do a wonderful job. And they also, well, I mean, we're really proud to be part of the referral organization because their nitpickiness Mm -hmm. that they give Mm -hmm. us is out like out of control sometimes and we had 100% um, consumer satisfaction with our USA referrals on the past six months so we're really happy about that because that was hard. Mm -hmm. It was like really hard because there's all these surveys you have to do and your service, your client services have to be really on target. And so everyone was really happy with us. So I'm proud of my agents. And yeah, that's right. A shout that's out to thing. Kim who takes care of our cardists in our USAA. I was also say, I think one of the things from a marketing perspective that they do, which is brilliant, is that whenever they refer to the person who was in the service, yes, they refer to them by their um, rank. Yeah. So Patrick is always referred to as Captain DiNapoli because that was the oh, highest cool. rank. It's really cool. Yeah. So they always refer to him that way. So if, if is USAA available to anyone whose parent or husband, whatever, wife, whatever, served in the military? Does it, if they were discharged for medical purposes, can you, are you still? I don't, I know it's spouses, even ex And I, well, I know it's fathers and mothers too, because <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I don't know how far that extends. Okay. But um, I do know that their benefits are fabulous. I know. And they're service is beyond anything you call them and they will walk you through the whole thing and they'll ask you if i can make it easier can i do it like this yes they offer things they're just great yeah really great well that's cool nisha how did how long did it take you to get that um status um well we oh my, you know, that's a question for my mom because she fought for the print, co-principal broker status with Cardis, um, which is the, it's like an international relocation yep. company. Yep. So um, 
you can't just apply and join. You have to be approved and there's this oh, big yeah. process and, and we pay a membership fee um, to get the referrals and everything. But basically what it says is because we're approved by Cardis, all our agents have gone through specific training. They've all had criminal background checks. You know, you're not going to get some crazy person coming into your house and... Hopefully no sexual harassment is going on. <laughs> if there is, we someone please call me know. and tell me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so that's like you know, something we're really proud of is the ability to offer those services. And then we can also do broker-to-broker uh, referrals throughout the whole world. So say you work at Toby Hanna and you are being relocated to Germany or something like that. We can help you find a place wherever you need to go. Yeah, it's neat. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really neat. It's like a small, the world is so small that you didn't even realize it was that small. And you yeah. can do everything from your phone now. So, are you doing anything special for Christmas this year, collection of anything yet, or didn't you decide? Um, we didn't decide yet. We normally I know you do. do something every year. Yeah, for Thanksgiving, Angel we trees do. Or collection of mm-hmm. stuff for. Um, for Thanksgiving, we do the. A food, um, like a food drop off, like mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, Stephanie does that, and she that's like her pet project every year. And mm-hmm. then for Christmas, my mom likes to do um, the adopt an angel. Yep. Um, and we, I think maybe we'll do something for Griffin Palm this year. Okay. Like um, have pet stuff too. Maybe we'll do adopt an angel for the pets too. Yep. We'll see. Well, you're always doing something. I know that, so it always yeah. works. Well, out. my brothers and his wife are having baby number two. <gasps> I think really? she's when? due uh, right around Thanksgiving. So uh, we're kind of all on like. Do they know what they're by. having? No, they didn't find out. All right, well that's cool. I saw my little niece yesterday with my she sister-in-law, so and we went shopping. So I told her. If daddy asks you, what did you do? You tell him you went shopping and here's my credit card. <laughs> Learn early, little girl. There you go. There's no hope he's for this child. A, he's <laughs> such a good guy. Your Her brother. Um, costume was yeah, adorable. She was a puppy dog. Aww, yes. And I didn't really see it on Facebook. I, I should yeah, yeah. have yeah. She I has, been on lately. She, like, she was very scared of dogs but until recently. Aww. And so now we kept getting her stuffed animal puppies because we have so many dogs yeah, in our I family. Um, and so now she likes them. So now she says, puppy, Bo, Bobo, Aww. puppy. How cute. Yeah. Nisha, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. Um, so I am, my office is at the Clark Summit office, which is on 230 North. Boulevard. You can check out our website www.erathenumber1.com and the phone number for that Clark Summit office is 570-587-9999. There we go. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Lynn, have a good weekend. You too. Everyone else out there, enjoy your weekend. It's it's going to be a nice one, I think, so that's Mm -hmm. good. And thank you again for listening. Please be safe and please be nice. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.